Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. Have Ole, Ole, Ole Demogard, and he is basically the, the the most brilliant guy that I've ever met uh, when it comes to uh, you know understanding the deep state and all of the machinations that they do as far as like you know the the the, the false flag events you know and all all the other things, the assassinations uh, the shootings bombings. You name it, Ole, you basically just break it all down and you show all the different patterns and how, you know, there's always clues that you look for. And I've seen right now with, uh, and I have for a long time because I've, I've, I've known some of these were, were done when I worked for the CIA, you know, the Mockingbird Media. I saw some of the stuff that they would do and I was like, are people really falling for this? It's so obvious. But and I knew on the background and the back backside that it was they were doing this and they'd like bring out information, they let it sit for a day or two, and they bring out some more information. So I'm seeing that in these these different murders that we've had over time. Like you go to OJ Simpson uh murders where there was like stabbing, uh there's a new stabbing event now here in um Moscow, Idaho, where these four students were uh killed with knives. Uh, same situation. We have the same person that was involved with the O.J. Simpson um, trial, Mark Furman, that's also involved in this trial. Uh, a detective that was living in L.A. at the time. Now he lives in Idaho by chance. What Absolutely amazing. But what 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 have you seen over the years? Because we, we have focused on the big assassinations. And how they basically look, look, we have we have this control. We can do these things to anyone we want. But there's also these little events that they can they do. And, and why do they do that? I know there's probably different reasons. And I know some of those reasons is basically to misdirect. What what are your thoughts on that? Information is power. Hmm. Information is power. Information is power. That is it information is power and if you can control the information flow you can divert direct distort control anything anything and it was like uh, the uh, former director of the ca william casey said the day when uh, the american population everything they believe in is a lie we have succeeded you know meaning inverted reality that everything we believe that we know is not true. And so this is on a scale that is unbelievably big. It's also through the ownership and control of the media, uh, massive media corporations. We're talking about the CIA is just an agency for hire. I mean, you can hire this agency if you are DuPont or, or Del Monte or whatever. You know, you have a problem with your banana plantations in Guatemala, Honduras, whatever. And you, you have sort of like uh, this uh, individual that had the nerve to be elected by the people to stand up and say, no, we're not letting you in. What the hell is going on? So what do you do? You hire the CIA. You go to this agency mm. that is for hire and say, please enforce my will by whatever means you have. Violence, death, destruction, coup d'etats, manipulation, propaganda, whatever it takes. And then the CIA, which is just a tool, does that. But it, this tool has grown to become a monster that is, uh, I mean, you think the president controls the CIA, think again. You think the director of the CIA controls the CIA, think again. It, this is the thing with these type of agencies when it comes into the, the secret, I mean, these COVID operations where I mean, I, I, um, I had a death threat once where it was, it was, um, it was, uh, said in words that were really, really weird to me. And so I contacted Chip Tatum, uh, a former CIA whistleblower. He was also the commander of George Bush senior's private hit team Pegasus. Anyway, so I asked him and the wording 
he said, there are some teams that work in the in the light and some that were the the thing was that he said that you have some teams that you activate and they go out and do what you say then there's on a different level they get activated you don't know who you're activating and you cannot stop them because you don't know who they are they're so secret that not even i who is the controller of them know who they are and so it's like it's on all of these different levels where the CIA have no idea themselves, even people in control are not in control. This is the this is a really tricky one. Yeah. Because how do you stop a thing like that that is so secretive that it's secret to itself? Is is bizarre. Okay, so back to information. And uh and, and to back that up, I can tell you that I've actually seen that. When I was in the, the military, in the SEAL teams at, a, at the highest level, and in the CIA working around people that were at the highest level, there's always compartmentalization, and that gives people the cover they need to, you know, do bad stuff. And we knew who these people were. I, we've talked about this. Where I, uh, my teams are always for the good, or at least we thought we were. Sometimes when I look back on some of the stuff that I do now, that I did, that I thought was like outstanding, I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> And maybe I was manipulated. Maybe I was used. Uh, and so I, I want to say maybe, but I know that I was. So, um, and it's all just a big cover for the real stuff that goes in the background, like we're talking about right now. And uh, yeah, it does definitely go on. A lot of us know who they are, uh, but we have no recourse to stop it, whistleblow on it or anything. All we can do is like leave those organizations and do like what we're doing right now, speak about them out here. And we can, you know, take our jabs here and there. And if we get a jab that's too close to, you know, pissing them off, then they'll come back at us like we both both experienced. But it is it is a it is a massive game, uh, a cat and mouse game that we play. Mm -hmm. It's very it's very interesting. <laughs> it's very dangerous it, too. <laughs> yeah, and it's a. Uh... It's also in these operations that completely compartmentalized. So people who are even the ones doing it don't know what they're doing. Do you know? So it's like it is smoke and mirrors inside labyrinths, inside enigmas, inside locked boxes that are thrown at the bottom of the sea. And the key is so you have to find the key yourself on the other side of the world. It's like what that's the, that's that world. And you we think that, oh, it's only in movies like that. No, it's even in media. It is even in media because it is through the information flow that you can get into the mind. This is where the war is about to get into your mind and divert it in whatever direction they want or control it or force you to do things against your own will, thinking that it's your will. That's even better if you, they can make you think that you're doing the right thing by doing what they want. So we're getting into a really, really, really advanced uh, highly manipulative psychological warfare area when it comes to media and the media out outlet. And so we see the big things like, boom, somebody dies, boom, an explosion, boom, a war. These are the things we see. But like a perfect CIA operation is something that no one ever even noticed, you know, that did it didn't even happen. Yeah. That's the perfect one. So we're looking at all of the ones that uh, either somehow failed, you know, so that a uh, big nose like my, myself could sniff it up. That's one thing. Or they've let it out there so that we can find it and say, oh, look at that. You know, they're just throwing us a bone. So we look in that direction when actually what is happening is over here. So we're up against this incredible illusionist that is trying to manipulate and maneuver us. And it's like top marketing on steroids. I mean, like, like this, including mind control operations, including the uh, different drugs that is get, getting to us through food, food, water, all kinds of things, chemtrails, 5G radiation, you name it, that. And then you got the whole propaganda machine through media, the TV, the screens we have in front of us, the, the newspapers, all of that 
controlled by the same forces. Would they use this if they could? The answer is absolutely yes, and they are. So we come into the area of journalists. There used to be such a thing as journalists. I was a proud one. Where did they go? I don't know. Where did the dinosaurs go? If you believe in dinosaurs, I mean, they're, they're extinct. I believe with journalists as well, that is a race that, uh, what happened to them? Super important, gone. So it's up to people like Farmer Brown here and uh, uh, to, to try and find out what the hell is going on because like this doesn't make any sense. So we have so much in media that is just not true. It is their agenda is fear-based. So they need us to be fearful. How do they do it? By telling us things that is saying that life is horrible, life is dangerous, life will, you know, anything can happen at any time. It's like, wow, oh, oh, that's where they want you. So we're like, oh my God, oh my God, please, I need protection. Protect me, protect me. And boom, in comes their solution, which is the new world order. Don't worry, big brother takes care of everything. You don't have to do anything about except play with your belly button and get fat and lazy and just uh, doze in front of the TV. That's where we want you. And then we'll kill you slowly, you know, killing me gently. So as a journalist, former journalist or a journalist, I, I really see what I'm doing is like sort of a mix of journalist and forensic detective, whatever you want to call it. Boom. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's just looking for the truth. And the truth is always there. That's the thing. We don't need to create the truth. The truth is there. We just need to remove the crap that is placed in front of it by individuals who don't want us to see it. Remove the darkness, remove the shadows, remove the crap. And so I become sort of like a crap remover, professional crap remover. But what they're doing is trying to di divide and conquer. One of them is like, there's all of these things, oh, it's the Muslim terrorist, or it's, uh, it's the KGB, or it's the Eastern Bloc, agents were like and, and they do it through james bond movies and stuff like that you can see the current trend when it comes to how to force your mind in certain directions and also what they're doing is divert also now there's a lot of police uh, violence in media oh my god george floyd he was killed so brutally by this police officer that was sitting there eight minutes on his you know all many, many alleged shootings where police is just like, and getting away with it. They, that, that's the thing, you know, he killed a baby. He, he, this baby was saying, oh, and so he shot her, her 16 times. And then the judge released him and said, no, you're fine. And here's an extra pension for you. These type of things, you have to take a step back and say, okay, if it's true, then what the hell happened with that judge? Because then the court is rigged not unusual you will see freemasonic networks and stuff like that he got off the hook okay it could be that mm -hmm. or look at the case itself many of these cases that sparks uh uprisings they claim or or uh, riots many of these events when you look at them really really do you know like um I can't remember the place right now, but there was this reporter walking around and all of this chaos was going on around him. He was walking backwards into the chaos and people were bashing their heads and the police were fighting all of these things. He was standing there right in the middle like Moses. What was that? It was not real. What was going on was, yes, background action and action. And then you have this filmed into you with this guy saying, oh, look at all of these things that have, he would have been killed where he was standing had it been the real thing. So I had people, I had a former police officer in the US. I had a guy in England. I had a police officer in Sweden. What we did was we took, we said, let's take one day, one date, and then just check the newspapers. And what we'll do is we'll go through the newspapers and just every single item check, is it true or is it not? I mean, that's the least you can ask for is that what you read or what you're being told is the truth, since it is the news that we are supposed to believe in. So we started, we took one date and we started going through the newspaper. 
I tell you, the newspapers were filled with horror stories like murders and shootings and rape. And but when we started going through it and got we got on location, we checked it out. That was not true. This was not true. This one, not true. That one was actually true to a certain extent, but they just blew it off totally out of proportions, yep. you know. And so what is going on? They're trying to make us believe that the world is horrible, that the world is really dark, that the real it's very sinister. We can die at any time. So we need protection. And also they sell a hell of a lot more newspapers if it's scary stuff in the headlines than if it's like, oh my God, there's another sunflower that just uh, was seen outside the the city borders of France or Paris, you know, things like that doesn't sell anything. Or grandmother fell in love with grandfather. No, doesn't sell anything. But Bishop beheaded the three-year-old uh, babysitter, you know, before blowing her up and eating, having her for breakfast. These type of things sell, sell, uh, you know, news in all kinds. Of, and they're starving for news because there's so many TV stations, so much ongoing news, breaking news now live from whatever bullshit. There's a cat up in the tree live from Baltimore. There's another cat in that tree. It doesn't work. They need this. So they need to feed this machine. And so they start creating stuff on their own. And this is not done by coincidence, if you ask me. This is where we come into these agencies that are in the background just pumping out information that is to a large extent not true. We had a German journalist, his name was uh, Ulf, uh, uh, Udo Ulfkot, I think his name was. And he stepped forward a few years ago saying, listen, I'm a German journalist. I was approached by the CA years ago. I've been working for them ever since. What I've done is they write the articles. I put my name there and they pay me. And then he died because he's just one of so, so many that are being infiltrated and being controlled by these agencies. And also when you look at the agencies, they look absolutely separated at a street level. You know, you got the CA, Mossad, you got South African boss and Swedish SEP or whatever. They look separated down there, but the higher up you come in this power pyramid, I must say the power pyramid is actually upside down. So the lower down you come into this uh, hierarchy, the more connected they are, the more they work together. Even the people in CIA, in, I would, I claim this, I don't know for sure. I think that they on a street level think that they're very separated. They would never, ever work with the foreign intelligence agencies or whatever. Yeah, they're doing it all the time, but on a different level. Mm -hmm. Just like the banking system is totally compartmentalized. You don't know, you just know your part. Yeah. So on, on the highest level, that's where it's all connected. And that's where they play with us. They're pulling the strings. And also through telecommunication, we're back to this thing, telecommunication and the Swedish family, Wallenberg, key, key in surveillance, key in the communication system, key in the spread of news, key in all of it. Do you know, people say, well, the Rothschilds are so much more powerful. Yeah. Okay. You take banking, see it as a train, for instance, it's a incredibly powerful steam train or whatever. They, it's now a nuclear power train, whatever. It's got all of it. But if it has not got the communication system, so that it can transfer funds, so that it can transfer and move things around. It's just a massive big train that is like a big block of metal. It's not moving anywhere. It's the tracks. Who controls the train tracks? That's where the real power is. Mm -hmm. They both need each other. Take away the tracks, the train won't move. So this is where this family in the background, in so many different areas, are controlling this without being visible. Mm -hmm. So I tell you so many stories about police brutality. I don't believe them at all, at all. So many of these, uh, oh, shooting, um, uh, this guy was coming around in a wheelchair. He was like mentally handicapped. He was waving around with a balloon and the police shot him 15 times. Really? And then they were, then they got off the hook and got a, an extra bonus and an extra holiday for well done work. Really? That's when you have to step back and say, that sounds like absolute bullshit to me. But what it does, it, it stirs the energy. It stirs the energy. And people start seeing the police that are now, many police officers are trying to, to 
go back on the people's sides, you know, of what they sign up for. But now they're being looked upon as the threat, which they were and still are in many areas. But it's the divide and conquer. The police that is there to protect you, you fear them more than anything else. I mean, if you're a black dude or a Latino or whatever, in many areas, the enemy is the police. You know, and for the police, the enemy are these things. Also, we've been pumped through all of these uh, movies and stuff like that. You know, and when it's Latinos or it's it's cartel, if it's uh, if black, it's dark. You know, uh, drugs and violence and gang rape and all of these type of things. White, it's domestic violence. It's never terrorism. Uh, and Muslims, it's always terrorists. So we, we have these labels, so it's like if it's Muhammad, oh my God, that's a terrorist. If it's uh, whatever, Lebron or something like that, oh, it's drugs. Oh, if it's Miguel, Michel, Machalo or whatever, okay, it's the, the Latino drug cartels. No, it's not like that at all. It's a mix. It's a mix. And we're being pumped with it saying Enf, enemy, 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 enemy. So we come back to key people that keeps that have this incredible uh you know tendency to appear again in these big cases like mark Furman here is suddenly there again i mean yeah could very well be that he just happened to be there i mean coincidences happen there was one guy in sweden he was uh working at what was called fmv which is the defense material organization i don't know what you call it but they're they're part of importing weapons to the police and military and these type of things mm -hmm. and he just happened when the swedish prime minister was said to have been killed murdered in 1986 he identified the bullets that killed him the day before it was found now go figure that one the day before the bullet was found he identified it as the uh, that uh, the bullet that killed him. Okay, that's pretty amazing if you haven't got a crystal ball. So anyway, this guy, years later, because he was in a group very close to this whole organization, years later, there was an alleged mass shooting in Copenhagen. The first one was in Sweden. This is in a different country, but neighboring country, okay? So in Denmark, we had this mass shooting at a book uh, a cafe called uh, uh, the the gunpowder keg Kutun, where it's the whole Charlie Hebdo uh, scenario identical more or less free speech and then we had Muslim terrorists that said oh fuck you and they came with machine guns started shooting and so on so we have uh, and also the same key people as were in Charlie Hebdo as were in, in Copenhagen as were in other places the same scenario the same people and so in Denmark we we had this strange video of the windows to this book cafe being shot at. So you, there's somebody filming and you can just see boom, 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 boom. The bullets going like this through the window. Very dramatic. Who was filming it? Who knew that they were going to shoot? Who? Why didn't they film the shooter? Wouldn't it be an, been an idea to maybe change the camera angle and see who is shooting? No, it's only the glass. Bum, 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 bum. So we look at this pattern. I, this is the first one ever that I predicted one month before it happened. Anyway, we see this pattern and officially the door was open when the shooting occurred. So a simple-minded individual like myself think that, okay, then the bullet would go through the glass door and then through the window. But that's the official door. But when the door is open, the, 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 uh, the holes doesn't match at all. They're not there, even though the door is said to have been open. How did that happen? Very weird. So a friend of mine contacted Danish television and said, listen, this is bizarre because they should fit and they don't. So suddenly there was a problem in this uh, scenario that the official story, just yet another problem. I mean, it was a massive big uh, false flag. So then Danish TV called for a foreign expert. Who did they call for? the same guy that found that bullet okay so he came to denmark and he said oh my god the problem is that the bullets you know because he said some of these bullet holes were from danish police how did that happen when this was the this gunfire from the terrorists but they he said no it was from the danish police interesting i think and he said 
the power was not powerful enough of this gun, so it could only go through one glass window. No. So it's not even bulletproof glass. They say that the, the bullet was not powerful enough to go through more than one window, meaning that these bullet holes, that's the reason because it managed to go through the door, but not through the window. I mean, last time I shot at any type of glass, it would go straight through, boom, that's it. So they use this to get Dan the Danish police to get more powerful handguns. Do you see what I'm saying here? Instead of, and so they're using the same individual gun expert, yeah, really, to do it, but in, in a neighboring country. So we don't connect. Only geeks like myself react saying, oh, well, wait a second, this guy, like, 20 odd years ago, I saw the same guy manipulate the stuff there. And now he's here. Now we got Mark Furman here. OJ Simpson, very odd case, very odd case. I, I must say, I have a, a video where OJ describes it, the whole thing in great detail, what actually happened and where he actually murdered uh, this woman and uh, her friend. Mm -hmm. So I, I truly believe that dear OJ is super guilty. But the whole set, the whole shebang around that. And then we go to now you, you mentioned in, in Idaho, this uh, Moscow thing. Absolute bullshit, 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 bullshit. Nobody <laughs> died. Nothing happened. The whole, the whole thing could not happen the way they said. Right. Not at all. There are no images, there's no photos, there's nothing. There is, though, the color coding, the magenta color coding. You got the shoes back again. Uh, they're like her boots, one of the beautiful victims. They always have beautiful victims, you know, young, beautiful, so that we really go emotional. Oh, my God, it's so horrible, isn't it? Yes, it's not at all. Nothing happened. And then... You see the whole, also the way they put the the clues for the next one, you know, the ones that I normally, so this, this happened in Moscow. That's an interesting name nowadays when right. they really want to get Putin, you know, Putin is to blame, Putin is to blame. And then horror, where did it happen? Moscow. Hello, hello. Okay. Could be sort of like a pointer. And then it happened on King Street. No, it happens on Queen Street. There's the, the, the two roads go together there. Queen Street. So I was saying in my, phone, uh, my last newsletter, something with Queen, there would be something, I think, possibly also then the number of the house is 1122, which is the date of the JFK assassination. They, they love to pump oh, these things in. You know, and because... Because also the number of the house, when you see the photos, it's so dominant. It's like really big and really black. So it's like, look at me. That's what the number of this house says. So I don't know, but it was like 1122. There you go. That's JFK for you. And we have this uh, whole, this happened also uh, not so long after the JFK assassination. All of these things where you're in the being reminded and then they release the documents because it's amazing oh my god so the whole propaganda machine i feel and then with the color coding that i always point out look for magenta or deep purple it would be there and and one of the victims has this insane magenta dress on it's like whoa and wow. then the shoes they always leave the shoes there so in this case you look around for the shoes. Where are they? Well, they just left the boots, the boots of the this victim in the window as you do. When did you last put your boots in the window before getting stabbed to death? Well, apparently she came <laughs> home. I'm going to take a nice kickback, you know, like I would put my boots in the front window. Also, there was an, um, there's an M there's an M and then her boots, which is M. As far as I know, it's the 13th letter of the, of the alphabet. So they put in the numerology, the color, the boot, all of it in one. And then they've, they've uh, inserted a photo of her in a magenta dress, you know, so it's like, bum, 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 bum. So well, what, Queen, what, is, what is the magenta? What's, what's the color? What does that mean? It's like in the last two, three years, they have, this is a color code that, that I'm pointing out. I can't prove it. I can only say I've seen it in hundreds of cases. Hmm. 
It goes under the name of the George Soros Purple Revolution in certain areas. You mm -hmm. will see the purple, 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 especially in the US is they use the purple and then the magenta is most of the time in Europe. I don't know why. Is it the chakra colors? Is it, um, I don't know. I can only say that these colors are dominant, dominant. You, When something happens, this is the headlines, blah, blah, blah. Scroll down until you're down like half or two thirds down. There will be one photo with a very dominant color and that dominant color will be purple or magenta. It will be in the center of the image. It can be anything from purple hair to a top purple top or magenta top. Also, uh, at the press conference afterwards, if there's a politician, he will step forward and say, Oh, we stand united in the face of terror. All of the, okay, the, the, his tie will be purple. Or in the TV studio, the background will be purple. The tie will be purple. The top will be magenta. When there, you can also see there's an overtake on many different areas in the world, NATO countries, where TV stations or political parties that had been, for instance, uh, I think in, it was in Victoria, Melbourne, where this with this party had been blue forever and suddenly their color is purple radio stations the whole layout has always been another color and then suddenly it's magenta i would say or purple this is they just show when they take over there's this overtake you had the color coding with the with the cia operations with which i think this is what it is with the green revolution in the north african countries you had the the rose uh, revolution in ukraine you had the yellow in in uh, sorry in ukraine you had the, the other one in in georgia you had uh, the white revolution you had these revolutions or the the color coding have been used many times and i think it's i'm speculating now but i think it's part of a wordless communication to people in the know so that anyone who's in this business can just say, okay, I, I, haven't, I haven't heard about this one. Because to avoid emails, to avoid phone calls that can be tapped, to avoid any kind of written things, you just scroll down, you look for it, just like myself, I'm looking for it, boom, there's the color, okay, it's them. And, and when there's a shoe added, boom, I know for sure, 100%, boom, it's them. It's not a natural event. It's not a just thing, something that happened, a violent thing. No, it's them. It's them. It's them. So yeah, I'm looking at magenta and uh, it can mean harmony, intensity and femininity on, on a positive side, but on the negative side, it basically it promote depression, despair and prevent others from dealing with challenges. So maybe, maybe has something to do with that. You never know with these guys. So they, they usually take something positive and flip it like six, 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 you know, they, they yep. take something yep. that can be positive and flip it. That's exactly it. I mean, 666 is a beautiful, beautiful, the ultimate number in many ways. And they just turn it around. They've just hijacked it. It's the same with the pyramid, these geometric shapes and stuff. Beautiful stuff. They've hijacked it. The wordings, they've hijacked it. Yeah. Different words. Like uh, I heard this MI6 agent. He was saying, he was saying, do you know the real meaning of paranoia? And the reporter said, no, I never, uh, paranoia, isn't that when you're scared and stuff like that? No, he said, no, no, no. Paranoia, the real meaning of paranoia is the ability to see things that are connected that other people cannot see are connected. That's the, that's the ability. That is paranoia. So I'm a very proud, paranoid individual that can connect stuff that other people cannot see is connected. But they hijack the word and turn it into something negative. Oh, you're just paranoid. You think you can see things that are there. They're not. Well, they are many times. So <clears throat> the color coding, also George Soros, everything that he has been pumping for the last uh, three, four years is color coded purple. Hillary Clinton, all of these things, when Ben and Hillary came forward, I mean, my God, super, super um, purple, purple. And... Um, yeah, that, no, the color coding, super important because yeah. then you can also see when it's connected, like for instance, in Thailand, Korea, New Zealand, Australia, England, France, when the color code is there, boom, 
and the shoes are there, the Nike shoes that are just left there on the crime scene. It's a, it's a dead giveaway. It's them. Mm. So you also put out, uh, we've talked about how they'll, you know, do a hit team, uh, in one spot and then they'll just put those guys on a plane and, and send them somewhere else. So a lot of times we'll see the same characters, uh, a lot of times people that we thought were dead. Like I look at, uh, I looked at uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. He was a guy that was, uh, you know, shooting. He was like attacked and he shot a bunch of people, became a hero and they got off. They, they, uh, he was vindicated or whatever. Um, so I look at the Sandy hook. I look at the Sandy hook kids and I'm not going to pull it up because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> so they went, they went after uh, Alex Jones because he, he said stuff about that. But I, I see a similarity between uh, one of the children that was a Sandy Hook that supposedly was killed in Kyle Rittenhouse. So, um, you know, there, <clears throat> there's these actors, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we'll see some of those girls that were killed or the guy, uh, we'll see them. If we break it down, we can probably see them somewhere in time because we've seen a lot of this. People have broken it down. It's like, well, they're at this bombing, they're at this shooting, and, you know, on and on and on. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if if someone starts to do the research and finds them somewhere at so at some some point in their lives, and uh, you know you, you mentioned George Floyd now, the the officer that uh, had his knee on his neck. Uh, let me let me bring it up because I was just doing a little bit of research on it, so everybody can see what I'm talking about. Now I, I'm a I'm a martial artist. I know how to choke someone out. I know how to control people. This is a control move. This is not a kill move right mm. there. He can still breathe. He can yeah. still have blood flow to the other side. If I were to squeeze both sides, uh, then I could cut off the blood and the oxygen supply, and he'd be out within seconds. Now, this was actually allowed because it is. I mean, I've done it myself many times, controlling people that were completely out of control like he was. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a very good technique. It just basically calms people down. Uh, they can't move and it's, they're completely okay. <laughs> so they're, they're ne- I've never seen anyone injured and I've done this hundreds of times on a lot of guys in training and for real people that were extremely resistant and were like jacked up on drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, this again, you know, uh, another lie that was created. We saw the, all the chaos, you know, that happened after this, it obviously planned obviously planned so i think that you know like you're talking about you're bringing up some amazing points as usual uh and bravo to you but it's people have to see that like you're saying it's information control information control information control that's fantastic hello this is michael jaco if you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition go to michaelkjaco.com unleashingintuition.com where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. It is, um, you look at Black Lives Matters. I totally agree. Black Lives Matters, White Lives Matters, yeah. Yellow Lives Matters, Green Lives Matters. I mean, life matters. Yeah? yeah. So I'm not saying anything about that. Then you see the funding and you go straight back to George Soros. Is this a pleasant individual who wants us all well? Absolutely not. So what does that mean? Somebody's taking us for a ride here. So I'm not saying anything about Black Lives does not matter, but that Antifa and Black Lives Matters is absolutely their part of their dark agenda. Mm -hmm. So how can you stir that whole thing? You need to divide and conquer races, colors, religions, like this. So white officer killing black innocent person who just wanted to buy a, pa- a pack of cigarettes, who did nothing wrong and who's, who's then was like begging for his life for eight, nine minutes in a row while being filmed. Incredible. Uh, and then he died. Fine. Okay. That was the official story. When you break that down, which I've done in great detail, you go to my website, lightonconspiracies.com. I've done many interviews on this one where I, I don't say things when they happen. I look and 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 look, get the picture. And then 
I start saying things. I don't, I try to avoid jumping to conclusion. That one was a massive psychological operation, even where they used uh, the lyrics from some of the uh, Queen's, uh, the, the rock band Queen and Pink Floyd in the background. They had the names of the people involved were from former heavyweight boxers, black boxers, all of it part of the psychological operation, the whole corona thing also, I can't breathe with a mask, all of that was being prepared, prepared yep. as part of the. Also, the riots were very local, very, very, very locally. We were told, oh, it was all over the place. People that was there said it was that block, that building and yep. nothing else. Exactly. Once again, what are we looking at? We're looking at staged events that are controlled through the outlet of information. The media is pointing us saying, look, it's horrible. Well, is it? Is it? Or are we being taken for a ride? That is what you have to ask yourself. So George Floyd, absolute bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. When it comes to a real event, absolute 100% psychological warfare operation, right. Right. trying to force our mind into a certain set where we also start seeing each other once again see the police as the enemy with that's what they're trying to do so these poor police officers who are trying to do that job is now being hated even more yeah. you know at the same time they're using the police to to control the population so it's like a but they're also trying to say because of this diversion and this tension, oh, the police, it's not enough. We need robocops. We need the police to be militarized. So we need to bring in, like, nowadays, it's like, come on. Is that like uh, Rommel coming with the German uh, stormtrooper? Or what the hell is that? No, it's the local police officer coming in his latest vehicle. What is that? It's got all of these, like, uh, and it's your ta ta tax money paying for it. Mm -hmm. paying for all of this advanced weaponry that what is it for yeah. i don't even know the people they don't even know how to use it soon and dress like robocops with gas masks and you can't see it. the way people used to see terrorists now that's what the good guys whatever that means look like bank robbers nowadays when everybody's wearing masks how how is a bank robber gonna look like i mean they're turning it around and so many of these alleged when you feel that that is so wrong you know like this young teenager who was just jogging home and suddenly he was shot by five sniper teams what happened well we thought he had drugs but it turned out that he had a toy in his pocket okay okay sometimes these things happen yes for sure that's so tragic other times it is steroids bullshit on steroids i tell you there to mess with our minds saying, my God, the police are totally out of control. It's horrible. We have to this and this and, and, and you're back into the fear mode. So you don't need, it's not enough now to fear terrorists or Muslims. Now you also fear the local police. And then we're being told that now the mass shooters are right. people that look normal. <gasps> oh my God, they, uh, it could be your neighbor. It could be me. It could be my grandfather. Oh my God. Oh my God. Soon there's going to be a grandmother bomber or something like that, you know, so that uh, they, they well, cover they, that. They had a six-year-old here in the States that shot his teacher. Six-year-old. I don't, I don't know. I, it was in Virginia. I don't know. So, but that's a story. I haven't seen it. I would not be surprised if it's absolute bullshit again, you know, like, yeah. because that is when you read the headlines, oh my God, when you have that reaction, take a step back and just right. wait a second, wait a second, you know. Oh, yeah. So I want to say about the Moscow one, because it happens on, on Queens Road. So I was saying, I was pointing in my newsletter, lightonconspiracies.com, Nice. Pointing towards something, Queens, Queens, uh, could it be Queens and, uh, you know, like in, in New York, could it be Queen? And then in Queensland, Victoria, just three days later, there was a shoot, uh, a shooting of two police officers in Australia, in Queensland, Australia, out in the middle of absolute nowhere, uh, you know, like a farm way, way out there. So who, why did these two beautiful police officers, once again, young, they looked so good. They had their whole life ahead of them. It was so tragic. Okay. 
And by the way, when we show photos of them, are both of them holding puppies? Yes. I mean, kittens, no, but puppies, yes. I'm a police officer. I'm, I can stand up for the law, but I can also be really cuddly, you know? So you have this, this whole thing going on with that. So Queen, um, Queen Street, Queen Street in Moscow, Moscow, Idaho, we talk about NATO or five eyes, seven eyes, five eyes, nine eyes or 49 eyes. It's these are the connections you see. So from the US to Australia, we're looking at a possible that it could be connected. I pointed Queens and boom, it happened in Queensland. Queensland had just before this happened, they had said due to the situation now with all of the problems and, uh, you know, there's so many terrorists in the world and look at that stabbing. They love the stabbings now because they're moving from shoot. Uh, it depends on what country you have firearms in other countries. They have to go for the knives and soon forks and spoons as well, uh, you know, to, to get anything that can be of in harm's way for them, get it out of the way, you know? So, here we have that these, this is the first time ever in media, they say, the people that shot these poor police officers, these beautiful puppy-loving police officers, were conspiracy theorists. They were paranoid and they thought that there was this world government that was trying to take over. They claimed that they had been filmed by drones. And so when the police came, they brutally killed them. Okay. They were also believing in that vaccines. And it's like every time there's these big animations and big words, vaccine deniers, conspiracy theorists, they're really hitting, hitting, hitting mm. like that. And yeah. then the names were also, uh, there was a neighbor that got killed as well. Uh, his name was threat or something like that they they love to put the stuff in the names as well so anyway this was so far out in the countryside that nobody saw what happened nobody knew heard anything and then the police they they have now bought the whole plot so that it won't become a shrine for conspiracy theorists so they bought the plot controlling the whatever evidence that was not there at all so what is that it is an i guarantee you Zero happened. Nothing happened. Did these police officers even exist? I would suggest no. Uh, they were just, uh, you know, they just left police uh, academy, they say. Uh, young, beautiful people. This can nowadays, they, you, you even got like a software that can create super easy, create faces uh, out of nowhere. You know, you just have a thousand different faces and then you start in, you know, mixing the faces together and you come up with a new face that looks absolutely human and perfect, but it's a person that does not exist. And then you create what is called a legend in your former profession where you have a background thing. You got like phone bills, electrical bills. You got, if you control the information, you can create whatever you want. And so we have two dead police officers that I don't think even existed. And these three people that uh, the guy that they say was the main shooter and his brother. And then the third one was the wife with a magenta shirt on that just had an affair with, with the other brother. He was, she was married to one, but she was uh, having, uh, making adultery with his brother. My God, while thinking conspiracy thoughts, that is really bad. So... Uh, anyway, he was apparently in the process of exposing some major things around, I, I think, child trafficking or something like that. Some, he was really starting to become a problem. And then suddenly now he's the shooter of these police officers. At the same time, you look at other countries like Sweden, who are now being really pushed together with Finland to step into NATO, which if you ask me, they've been, Sweden has been part of NATO since 1954 inofficially, but now they're really through the whole uh, demonizing of Putin, making that threat so that Sweden needs to join, needs to join. And so in Sweden, they just changed the constitution not a law, they changed the constitution on the 1st of January, making critical thoughts about NATO 
to be punished if you ask critical that's the same in Denmark uh, they wanted to they wanted to charge anyone with that had the the i mean the uh, to question nato mm -hmm. to face up to 10 years in prison to criticize nato in denmark they really wanted to push a law through so that they could end up with you spending 10 years in prison just for criticizing putting question marks around and in sweden now they changed the constitution regarding espionage and stuff like that so the things like individuals like myself what we're talking about what i'm saying right now i don't know if i can ever return to sweden when this constitution is in in uh, in action because i can face up to 18 years in prison for saying the things that i do mm. so on a if you see here's now they're aiming for conspiracy theorists they're aiming for vax uh, denarius uh you know that whole thing there anti-abortion thing they're trying also to make this a mental illness to see these type of things my god he sees conspiracies everywhere he's mentally ill so they're trying to push it in push it in and then at the same time you got the whole agenda the minority report agenda where there's so many times they say well, the FBI had him on their radar, but uh, unfortunately, they couldn't do anything. You know, we just suspected, and uh, but our hands were tied. We really wanted to do good, but sorry. And now there's a whole pile of dead bodies over there, beheaded, whatever. And what what can I say? If you had given us the permission to act, um, uh, act on suspicion only, these people wouldn't have been dead. Here you have eleven twenty two uh, on the on the house. Can you see that 1122 it's very at least i think it's right above the head of the police officer where your eyes will go yeah. can you see that in the background yeah on the photo there where where is your eye it's it's uh, if you look at how the cars are parked it's like an arrow that is just your focus point will be st pulled straight towards the police officer and right above his head even, even the uh the warning tape like just yep. right there look right here it's like exactly like you're saying can you see it it's like boom yeah your subconscious there's, uh, there's operation mincemeat uh i i wanted to find it because they can do elaborate things to make stuff up because i want everybody to realize we're not we're not but, you know, making elaborate, you know, speculations. We we put information together so that you guys can see in the big picture how we do this. Uh, in World War II, they basically Operation Mincemeat. They got a bum off the street. They dressed him up with a uh, uniform, put uh, fake uh, information on him. Uh, this was MI6 back in the day, and they uh, the submarine came up, dumped him off the coast, uh, and then I guess Hitler thought that they were going to do a landing some other place that than they were. So it was a, it's one of the greatest uh, misdirections ever. So that's what a lot of this stuff is. It's basically the same stuff. You have CIA, FBI guys basically have put this stuff together as misdirection, all misdirection. Is if you take uh, like the Swedish uh, SEP or the security police of SEP of Sweden, they have an incredible budget mm. what are they doing <laughs> what are they doing do Protect, you know? protecting uh, the people of sweden <laughs> that sounds good that <laughs> yeah. sounds good it does sound real good but it doesn't work that way unfortunately because that's a budget that is basically used to control and manipulate the people not the other way around and so how how would they manipulate how would they be able to get to you mm. what would they do how, what are the means, what are the tools that would be needed to reach your mind? How would they, what would that be? Would it possibly through written words, information, visual yeah. things, things that you hear? Right. Would that be the way into your mind? I think so. So how would that, what areas would they focus on? Could it be media? Who owns media? Who would let them in? Who would be them? Them one opening the door, saying yes, please. You're you're welcome. Would they sneak in behind after midnight? You know, hiding behind curtains, or would they be sitting in the background, not visible, manipulating, so that the people working for these TV stations and so on are not even aware of it? 
Nowadays, it's through teleprompters and stuff. I mean, there's so many examples of, especially in the US, where we've got like hundreds of TV channels saying the exact same wording. How is that possible? It is through the ownership of these things. And then also through CNN, Reuters, Associated Press, Getty Images, and so on, where nowadays, normal TV stations, normal newspapers, they don't have the budget to send people to the Ukraine or send people to, um, you know, uh, Moscow, Idaho to check things out. So they watch CNN and then they just, you know, transfer it and say, this just happened, that just happened. Well, it was on BBC radio, so it has to be true. Really? Really? So who owns BBC? That's Red B. That's owned by Wallenberg. You know, so, yeah, but uh, they reported from the NASDAQ, uh, these reports. So who owns NASDAQ? Wallenberg. Do you see? Yeah, but now there's all of these electrical cuts all over the world. So who owns the electric grid in these 180 countries? Wallenberg. Yeah, but what about the, yeah, but the telecommunication here and the intel or the uh, surveillance system and all of these. So who owns that? Wallenberg. So yeah, but what about this war in Yemen and stuff like that? They just sent in missiles and that. What, what was the system that they used to direct the missiles? Owned by Saab, Global, Global Eye, Surveillance, all of these. Wallenberg. Yeah, but so Wallenberg, Wallenberg, Wallenberg. In the background, in the background, in the background. And you never hear about them. They're just there with this incredible power structure where we are being told Rothschild, Rockefellers, DuPont, these type of, that that is the octopus. Yeah, that is a major part of it, but there is a further step even above that. Hmm. There, I tell you, that family is just unbelievable. I cannot understand how they've been able to pull it off. Well, that family's been around a long time, so... So here's the um, here's yeah, it's no house. Uh, yeah, here he is with the gun. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, this this was uh, uh, this was a, no. a big fakey, right? So you see this kid right here. Yeah, it's Noah Postner. Yeah, so he's he's a child that supposedly is gone from school. He died twice. Yeah. He died first. He died in Sandy Hook in a mass shooting there, and then he died a year later in uh, Rawalpindi. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. He died in Rawalpindi again a year later in a mass shooting in no, yeah, in Peshawar in Pakistan. The oh. exact same boy, the exact same photo, the exact same thing. You wow. even had a BBC reporter walk in front of his photo in Pakistan, and it was not in one place; it was all over the place this photo of Noah Posner and then his father that keeps changing appearances. I mean, every time he's, uh, he's very often behind, uh, you know, like they faded his, uh, his face and so on. But uh, when he appears, I have several different individuals that is called Larry Posner, the dad of Noah Posner, absolute bullshit. Mm -hmm. So where was I? Yeah. So dear, uh, dear, 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 um, this boy that uh, officially died there, not the whole Sandy Hook. I, I can, you're welcome to bring out a chainsaw, chop off my right arm if that happened. It did not. It did not happen. I've even, I've been part of uh, making a book called Nobody Died at Sandy Hook. Go to, it was, the, as far as I know, the first book ever that was uh, banned by Amazon. Mm. Why would they ban a thing like that? That's just and true. Then it's like, That's what I've learned. It's like eight heavyweight uh, PhDs and, and heavyweight researchers, uh, forensic uh, detectives and so on, that are written, they're writing one chapter each in this book. Wow. And it's like 340 pages, whatever, just mm -hmm. saying, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Anyone who believes that it actually happened, you know, if, after going through that book, well, what can I say? Please activate a brain. So... You can go to my website, lightonconspiracies.com, go to the shop, download it for free. Because when it was banned on Amazon, uh, William Fetzer, no, Jim Fetzer and myself and uh, some other people that were involved in this whole thing decided to give it out for free because apparently it was important because it was being banned. So, but Sandy Hook is an interesting place. I think we, I spoke about it before because... Mm -hmm. 
Many years ago, there was a guy called Fletcher Prouty who worked for uh, Pentagon and who was in Black Ops. He is the guy that is called Mr. X in, uh, in the JFK movie. Incredible guy. I really, I'm, I admire him. And uh, so Fletcher Prouty was in Greece one time with the director of the CAA, Alan Dulles, and they were driving around. Did I tell you the story before? I think I did. Maybe. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so they were in Greece driving around. And uh, uh, so Alan Dulles pointed out uh, they were driving down the coast and stuff like that. And there was this place that uh, Dallas pointed out to, to Fletcher Prouty. And so he said, uh, listen, Fletcher, do you know what that is? And Fletcher said, um, is that some kind of uh, like a holiday resort or something like that? No, Dallas said, no, no, all ours, all ours. He said, uh, granddad's kids, parents, whatever, car mechanics, photographers, whatever, all ours, just there to be, you know, uh, active agents, uh, wannabes, used to be, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them, there to be used if needed. So that anything needed, we need a granddad and a child and a dog, all of them CAA, boom, activate and you can use them. We need a car mechanic, we need uh, this, we need that, we need a German, we need a all there to be activated. Wow. And he said, this is just one of many places. We got them in many different countries. So I tell wow. you, when you look at Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, that place, I believe that that whole community is CAA. Yeah. That whole community, that is why everybody is involved. Mm -hmm. Every single one is involved. That's how they can pull it off. And so I have a friend who, her son uh, is living in Sandy Hook and he's, uh, he's married to a police officer there. She went there right after the Sandy Hook uh, event happened. It was on the 12th of December, I believe. And uh, so she came there at Christmas and she's like a psychic. She's doing reading psychic readings and she can see spirits and souls and all that. She came there and she said, it was so bizarre. She doesn't know about the things I'm involved in. He said, she said, I didn't see anyone. I didn't see any souls. I didn't see any dead. The, 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 the whole feeling in Sandy Hook was cheerful after the worst murder, mass murder ever, you know, yeah. it was like, she said, I just didn't see any anything, and I said maybe because it didn't happen. Yeah, and uh, and this is also where a lot of recycling is going on. That's also you got a, a mental institution, the hospital that has even been used in to film uh, horror movies, horror on Elm Street. I think that is uh, filmed there. Elm Street is interesting as well. That's the that's the street where JFK was uh, assassinated on. Mm. And uh, so all of these weird things that the CAA have been involved with, with MKUltra and all kinds of bizarre stuff is often uh, being carried out in mental institutions or prisons or, um, uh, you know, like, uh, they, it's bizarre. They often have like a, a prison, a youth uh, correctional facility or whatever, and a child birth center they're often connected like this on the same plot and i i guarantee you very often with tunnels underneath where things can then be transported around yep. and when they where they do all kinds of i i would uh, i'm speculating but also there's a lot of uh, information coming out that a lot of bizarre stuff has been tried out you know on in these uh, locations with mk ultra drug uh, also weird things with uh, childbirth and what happens with the children mm -hmm. and uh, the whole sex trafficking it's it's a very very dark area to get into mm. that's that's a good thing to bring up because uh this month is uh human trafficking awareness month here in the united states so. could you say again please the what it's uh like uh human trafficking uh human slavery human trafficking uh, awareness month here in the United States. And that was brought up that was started by Barack Obama. Do you know, it's like, it's just like when they got a Martin Luther King day, it's like really first you murder and slaughter him. And then you make it a, a national holiday. It's like, come on, make me puke. It, that is like, you know, and then they, 
have monuments of him. Yeah, you'd absolutely slaughtered the, the guy. Yeah. And then you do it like that. Mm-hmm. Not okay. And, and so these forces that are behind that now, they're trying to turn it around saying, yeah, but look, we're so open. We're even making it like whatever you said now, it's a month of awareness. Well, stop doing it. That would be even better. I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Stop doing stop. it. Yeah. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. Wow. I have a tendency to want to puke sometimes. And especially. I, I know, right? It's like, uh, it's, it's like disgusting puke. It's like you guys are, you know, uh, just so obvious. And come on, let's wake up to this. So you have, you have an awesome uh, lightonconspiracies.com website. You have lots of stuff in here. Uh, Lots of ways that people connect connect with you. You get the books. Uh, you're just talking about the um, uh, what what was the paper? Let's see. What yeah, the nobody died at Sandy Hook. Yeah. So uh, on on the links, we got uh, all of the uh, different places where you can uh, donate or give memberships. Uh, but definitely uh, tell us about that that one membership that you have. Uh, it's a really good one. Thank you so much and. Uh, I'm, uh, we're right now doing like a VIP um, membership, but this is uh, like Kim says, not for beginners. It's not for rookies. It is yeah. uh, hardcore, but that that gives you access to everything. And it's like there's more than one thousand one hundred on my interviews. There's uh, uh, there's about nine thousand articles. There's uh, I mean, you can stay there forever and ever and ever. And also, if you scroll down, if you look down here in the foot uh, note, there's another menu down there. There's a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of information there. And I've handpicked every single item on the site. So as far as I know, it is true. So anyone who, who are looking for somewhere where they feel that I don't know what to trust, I don't know what to really believe. If you feel that uh, this meat suit, this individual can be trusted, then please uh, go there and check it out for yourself. And then keep questioning. Question me, question Michael, question whatever you read. Is it true? That's the first question you should ask yourself. Is it true? And if so, if it's not true, then who benefits from me believing it? Who benefits from me believing? And when you will see very often, when, when it's fear-based, it would be theirs. They, they always try to get to us through fear. Definitely. Yep. So light on conspiracies and uh, all the links will be in the description box. Uh, highly recommend you guys get in there because well, you just say, I just get stunned every time you come on. And you just, <laughs> I, I don't know where you, I don't know where your head at. You must have like this massive quantum computer going on. <laughs> My head could hold all of it. That's pretty amazing. I tell you, I find it interesting because I'm a musician. I cannot remember chord progressions, which is a big, uh, sad story in my life. I can't remember lyrics. I can't remember phone numbers. I can't remember what I'm going to suppose, what I did yesterday. I can't remember what I'm supposed to do tomorrow. In this area, I mean, what can I say? Rain Man. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's impressive. Very, very, very impressive. Yeah, very good. So we're the world's lucky uh, that you came in with that skill because uh, it's definitely uh, helping the way. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that it only took forty years for people to start like, all right, all right, what is he actually what? saying things that could be yeah. of value? I hope so. Yeah, very good. Well, thanks, sir. And it's uh, like I said, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on and all the information you share with us. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you, Michael, and thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Mm